Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hustle Honeys podcast. It is your girl, Chelsea Tans, back at it again with another episode. And I need to prephrase this. I owe y'all an apology. I did not post last week, but I got a good reason, okay? So not only for most of you who do follow me know that I was burnt the fuck out. It was not good. Like, honestly, that was like my, that, that was my like breaking point, to be honest. Um, so not the greatest. Um, and then I ended up with a sinus infection. So it literally, (laughs) it was like the universe being like, Chelsea, chill the fuck out, slow the hell down. And then I listened. So, um, I did a little bit less last week. Um, but alas, I'm excited to be back. I honestly feel like when I take time for myself, if I'm feeling burnt out or if I'm feeling under the weather and I have a little bit of that extra time that I'm, you know, putting into myself as you should be, um, I always come out of it feeling so creative, getting so many ideas, um, for things that I want to do. So I, it honestly made me really happy to do it. And it got to a point where like when I started to get sick with my sinus infection, I was like low key excited about it. Because I was like, this is going to be really good. I'm going to get a lot of podcast ideas. So that's like the positive side of things. Um, I'll always look and find the positive. Um, But today, you guys, I kind of want to talk about something that's become like really evident to me. Um, And I honestly think it's kind of funny. But I also think that I have a decent amount of insight as to where I am right now. Um, just in terms of this. So when I'm looking at, okay, I'm just like going to fucking get right into it. No life update. We're raw dog in it. When I post something and, and this is just like very contextual, this can apply to a lot of things. When I post something and people feel the need to like, all like, it's almost like people go through Instagram, social media, Facebook, whatever, and they find posts and they find ways to make it relate to them. And if they can't find how it relates to them, then they get defensive or then they try and make it relate to them. And they like, there's some posts that I've written that like somebody takes the most, like the weirdest example of what I'm talking about and being like, but in this case, it doesn't apply. And it's like, you're literally just trying to find a way for what I'm saying to not be accurate. It's still going to be accurate regardless, just not in that specific situation. So I'm honestly going to be fucking honest here because I think it's hilarious. So this is where it kind of came up for me and then I want to dive into it because, so I posted a post that was like, you will see progress like over time. Like it takes time to actually see your gym progress actually come to fruition. I think a lot of people think, oh, if I, you know, if I'm doing the right things, it should come instantly where like, I think it's important to shine a light on the fact that like, I've been doing this for years and like, yes, I've seen changes. You would hope so, but they haven't been drastic. And really when it comes down to it, it mainly is from the percent of body fat I have on my frame. Because when you're looking at an average person, you can't gain a bunch of muscle in a year. Like, even if you're on PEDs, gaining muscle takes a really, really, really long time. So for a lot of people who are maybe trying to like gain a booty and things like that, it's like you have to take into consideration how long it takes to put muscle on a frame 
even when you are consistent, even then, and it's going to take you a long time. It's going to take years. And that's why I always tell my clients, like, you're in it for the long run. Like, you need to, like, take it for what it actually is and, like, allow yourself to be in this for, like, a lifelong journey, not just to be like, oh, by next year I want a fat, juicy ass, because that's just realistically not how it works. And so I was making a post about this, and I pretty much said it's going to take time. If you're consistent, it's going to take time. Like, just a reminder, this isn't going to come overnight. But also, I was like, or, like, you're either, I was like, pretty much, the reason you're not seeing progress is because, A, you're either eating like an asshole, or B, you haven't been doing it long enough. And I got torn to shreds because I brought up, you're not seeing progress if you eat like an asshole. And that was, like, literally my verbatim wording, which is, like, that's, like, a term that I use within that's just a term that I use, like eating like an asshole. And like, I'm going to give you guys the definition in case one of you guys were one of the people that was offended and to give you a little bit more context. So when I view like eating as an asshole, I view it as like literally eating with like zero mindfulness, like not being responsible at all. And like, I don't think that everybody needs to track their food. I mean, if you have specific goals, yeah, that's probably the smartest thing for you to do. But also, I understand that there's a lot of people on this planet that just don't fucking want to track their food, and that's fine. You don't have to track your food necessarily to lose weight. You don't have to track your food to be successful. But what I do expect from a lot of people is like, fuck, if you have goals and you're trying to show up for them, you at least need to be mindful of what you're putting in your body. And so it means really like you're not like just eating a burger and cake for breakfast and then you're going and having an extra, extra large pizza with eight diet pops. Like that's what I call eating like an asshole and like straight up not being fucking rude, telling it how it is. If you're eating like that, you're not going to see progress. Like that's all I was getting at. So obviously people take that line because they feel offended or triggered or whatever it might be to like come and attack me. And I think it's funny because like there's always like accusations thrown out where it's like, okay, well, first of all, it's not about you. Second of all, like you don't even know who I am, so you can't attack me. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I really want to hone in and talk about is the fact that like when I get those messages is I have a better understanding that it has nothing to do with me. Like you heard me. It has literally nothing to do with me. Okay. And I think for a lot of people, they're like, what do you mean? Like you wrote this. How can you say that it has nothing to do with you? Like you're not taking ownership or accountability. And so this this is, I'm going to read you guys. You guys literally get every piece of me, but I'm going to read you a journal entry. I guess a journal entry slash just like getting my thoughts on paper that I wrote the other day that I just wanted to like prove a point because a lot of people don't understand things in this way. So when I experience something that upsets me, I give space. If I see a comment, a message or something I disagree with or isn't aligned with me, mental, with it? Many people's reaction is like judgment. Like for me, when I see something I don't agree with, I react differently than I used to. But my main thing used to be like, oh, I'm going to send it to somebody to like trash on this person or be like, oh, gee, did you see what they said? And like, it becomes this whole thing that doesn't need to even be something because I also now realize that it's like, it's not worth my fucking time. I'm going to be honest. If I'm sitting with someone and they start shit talking someone, I have like 0.05% interest 
in the conversation. And I used to be drawn into those conversations really easily because I used to think that like talking shit about people was a really good way to bond with other people and create a false perception of connection. Ooh, that kind of rhymed. So when it came down to like gossiping, I was always down because I thought that it would connect me further with these individuals. But I now have people in my corner that like, we don't, we literally like, I could give less of a shit if someone that we both know randomly got pregnant unless they're actually like in our circle and we're friends with them and I'm excited for them. Like there's never going to be a time where like I want to listen to people just judge others because it's like, quite frankly, I'm at the point of consciousness where I feel like it doesn't even apply to me. I don't know who this person is. I don't know what they're going through. So it's like, how can I even like my opinion doesn't even matter. Like, why would I spend time on that? So a lot of our first initial reaction is judgment when we see something that we don't like. And, you know, may it be internal, external to others, or even like projected to the person themselves, there is a form of judgment. And I think it's like, you like to make others accountable for your feelings if they're negative, because you lack self-responsibility to be accountable for your own. I fucking was writing this at 11 p.m. How profound. But seriously, because a lot of people, if they see something they don't like, they go like straight to the source and almost attack them or they're talking shit behind their back being like, oh, I don't agree with this. But it's like, well, why don't you look inwards to understand why it fucking even bothers you so much? Because a lot of people don't have that kind of depth. A lot of people aren't going to challenge themselves that way. And it's come to a point where if I see something that gives me a negative reaction, I like give myself a timeout and we're sitting with it and I'm like, okay, well, why, why is this bringing up negative emotion? And like, I get it all the fucking time. Like I see, I'm going to give you guys like straight up examples. Like when I see like maybe someone's like randomly gaining like a bunch of followers and I feel like I haven't, like, that's a really big thing because I've been trying to grow my platinum for literally since COVID and it's been a very slow growth, but Honestly, it's looking at those people and being like, it's not the fact that like, oh, fuck, they, of course they blew up and I didn't, blah, blah, blah. Like, and sitting in that victim mentality, instead of sitting there and be like, me, 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 is like cheering them on. Like, turn that perception in your head of being like, what if this was me? Because the more that you resent other people for having what you have or doing what you want to do, the less likely you are going to be able to do it. So that's one big thing. I also think on a completely different spectrum If you're looking at, say, something that I posted and it's bringing something up for you, this is because it's something internal that you actually need to dive into. So, for example, I'm going to go back to my post. When I say you eat like an asshole and people got fucking upset about it, it isn't because I said because you eat like an asshole. Nine times out of ten, it's because they feel fucking called out and they're like, oh my god, I haven't been eating good, I haven't been seeing results, and how dare this person say it in the way that she said it, so blunt, because these people like to be coddled and like to pretend like they're not the reason that they have these problems. Straight fucking up. That's what it is. They feel triggered because they're like, (gasps) or they're like, maybe they like, a lot of people lack accountability with tracking their macros. If they're actually trying, I'm going to say, if you're not trying, then like, obviously there's no accountability to be had. But for a lot of people who want to do it and, and quote, quote, fail originally, they feel lesser than, and they feel like a failure because they haven't been able to do it. And this is where I've noticed a really big weak point with a lot of the girls that I've worked with is like, if tracking 
is something that makes them feel like a failure, they're less likely to want to do it. So if you bring up that that's a way to be successful, it's going to trigger them because internally they're going to think I'm not good enough to be successful because I cannot reach that benchmark. So when I'm posting things like this, you have to understand like these kind of emotions are going to come up. Like, especially if, you know, maybe there's going to be people that are slightly overweight that do eat like an asshole and they see that and they're like, well, what the fuck? Like, you can't just say things like that. And it's like, honestly, with the whole like body positivity movement that like I hear a lot of people talk about is like, it's the controversial like aspect of being like, okay, well, like you can enjoy your body and you can be confident in your body but you can't glorify a body that isn't being taken care of. So it's like that side of the movement that I agree with, to be honest, because it's like, there's a lot of like people who just straight up don't take care of their health. And the second you say anything about it, they're like, Oh, body positivity. And it's almost like a blanket to cover this huge factor that is you're not taking care of your health. And so this is the thing that it is for me is that I care less about what people look like. Like, if you know me on a deeper level, you know I don't give a fuck about what anybody looks like. I genuinely care if people are taking care of themselves. And this doesn't just mean tracking macros. This means like spiritually, mentally, like growing, reading books, having mindfulness throughout their day, like sitting with themselves, having a good relationship with self, being able to self-audit and take accountability for like any situation that you might find yourself in. Like those are the people that I have so much love and respect for not that anyone else doesn't have as much love and respect but you know those people have a special place in my heart because like that's where I'm at and I understand how hard it was to get into it but I think a lot of people don't give themselves like any of this time they don't take any time to self-reflect and so that's obviously why I have a fucking job because I'm here to almost like I want to poke and prod thought-provoking answers to ring inside individuals' heads that do not have the space to be asking themselves that question. So if I'm going and I'm like, do you eat like an asshole? And all of a sudden it triggers someone. Is like, I want someone to be able to look internally deep enough to be like, holy fuck, that post pissed me off so much and I couldn't figure out why. And now I understand it's because I literally have not been taking care of my health. Because... I see what's available for everybody. Like I now understand that everything that I have, everything that anybody has is available to somebody else. And we have a lot of limiting beliefs. And, you know, I've seen it firsthand with my clients who think, oh, I can't lose weight. I can't do X, Y, and Z. Like I'll never be this version of myself because you have these limitations placed on yourself. And so for me, it's seeing that and also understanding that to the rest of the general public, like this problem is so much deeper because the girls that I'm working with are showing up fully. They understand the expansion. They understand the experience and we talk about it very openly. So to have limiting beliefs and understand the role that they play so deeply the way that they do, I know that like even with them struggling with it, imagine people who have no fucking context to what a limiting belief even is. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I write so much of what I write about it And honestly, like, it doesn't cease to amaze me regardless of the amount of unsolicited and, like, judgment I get on, like, how I express myself or how I live my life or, like, literally the smallest thing that I can say. And somehow it's, like, if if it makes somebody feel an emotion, they subconsciously place it on me to make them, like, to make me responsible. And it's, like, funny because I've had people, even when I talk about how I don't enjoy drinking on social media. I've gotten so much shit. I've gotten a lot of people who support it and I've gotten a lot of shit. 
regardless, this isn't going to change my opinion. This isn't going to change how I live my life. It's almost like someone's like, you, like, this is literally verbatim. You live in an all or nothing mindset. Like, this isn't realistic. I like to go out to drink to socialize and to um, de-stress, quote unquote. But for me, I'm like, okay, well, that's how you live your life. That's awesome. Maybe you don't follow someone like me that thinks that's a fucking lame excuse for a social life and a way to de-stress. Look, I, like, I'm all for, like, a glass of wine with dinner. Like, I enjoy, like, enjoying myself. But, like, for the people that are just going and getting fucking blackout drunk every single weekend, there's something to be said. And I'm not saying, oh, you have an issue but I am going to say like there is going to be a deeper reason why that is something so enjoyable for you because when I was at that point and this is the thing I've like honestly taken so much interest in this and if I was a scientist I'd be doing research but I'm looking at the grand majority of people who are now not drinkers and the grand majority of people who are and there is a common difference between the two And honestly, majority of the time is like, if you're stuck in like drinking, partying, whatever, I'm not going to say that that's a problem, but I'm saying that there's a lot of people who had just not reached the level of self-growth that they need to understand why they do what they do. And I'm not going to say like, this applies to every situation. Like if you're celebrating, like I literally will have like a glass of wine or two with a steak dinner. Like I'm not going to say that I don't, but I also like, if you're inviting me out to a club to hang out with a group of like random individuals that I have no clue who they are. We're going to have low level conversations. There's going to be slimy guys coming up to me. Like I honestly have fucking hated that. If a guy even looks at me at the club, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like it always just gave me that pit in my stomach and there's a really good reason for it. And I'm not going to say, Oh, you're fucking stupid. If you do this, I don't think as much as you No, I think everyone's good regardless. But I do think that, like, there is, like, so much expansion and such good lives out there for everybody who is willing to step forward and take that. And, like, straight up, like, when you become a high-level individual, whether you're working on a fucking business or not, whether you're just, like, focused on finding the quote-unquote one, whatever it might be, is, like, you need to align yourself vibrationally to whatever that is that you want. And drinking is low vibrational. Like, end of story. Like, it just is. like everybody knows it like you wake up the next day you feel like shit you hate doing it most of the people you hang out with when you do it make you feel like shit they talk shit behind your back like there's like this whole thing behind it that I think a lot of people are in denial about regardless this is such a huge segue but I really wanted to talk about the fact that like if I talk about drinking on my page and how I don't like to do it people come to me angry to be like, well, you need to like understand my point of view. And it's like, dude, like this is my Instagram page. Like I'm just sharing my life. Like I'm not here to give you (laughs) how you should and shouldn't live your life. If you respect me and you want to live a life similar to mine or you want to, you know, achieve things similar to me, your smart move would to say, okay, well, what is she up to? What is she doing? What you know, activities is she taking place in? Realistically, that's what a smart fucking person would do. Would be like, I want to be in your position. What are you doing to get there? If you don't want to be in my position, cool, then don't do what I'm doing to get here or figure out your own way. Like, it's not up to me to tell you, tell you that, but I am going to share like relentlessly how I fucking live my life, what I fucking think, unbashed, unfiltered, because that is what I'm here to do. And I think for a really, really long time, I was so scared of like, 
pissing someone off so I'd walk on eggshells but it's like I am not here to be the version of myself that you deem as acceptable especially not if you're not a high level motherfucker if Oprah comes up to me and she goes I want you to be this version I would consider it I would maybe make some shifts I would be like okay well what the fuck does Oprah want but when it's somebody who like has less experience in life than me like isn't like in a place where I want to be then it's like what the fuck does your advice even mean to me Quite frankly, it doesn't. So why would I take it? Give me one good reason. <laughs> one good reason. And like I've had people be like, just so you know, I unfollowed you because of this. I unfollowed you because you said this. And it's just like, I'm not here to try and fucking please you. Because quite frankly, I know that there's a grand portion of people on this planet that would follow me for exactly who I am. So I'm going to continue speaking my truth. And another hard fucking truth is that you and you alone are responsible for how you choose to react, feel, and carry yourself at any given opportunity. This is the thing that people don't understand. People have a full-blown hissy fit or react in like the most immature way and they'll back it up by being like, oh my god, but this person did this. Okay, and you're still a fucking functioning adult that has control over their emotions, do you not? So it's like when somebody disrespects me or like a situation happens, it's like I talk to my clients about this is like not being fucking susceptible to reacting from the outside world. It doesn't matter how someone treats me, how a situation plays out. If I see a post I don't like, etc., I'm not going to change the way of my character for that situation and I'm also not going to blame anybody else for the emotions that I get. If I, for some reason, get, like, maybe I do get triggered. Like, it's normal to get triggered. Everybody gets triggered if you have trauma. And every single person on this planet has trauma. So I'm sitting there and it's like, if I get triggered, if something comes up that I don't quote-unquote agree with or whatever, it's like, I'm not going to go and fucking blame the person posting it. I'm not going to blame the person that, like, triggered me. Because it's up to me to heal those triggers. And this world is so catered to like, oh, if you triggered me, you need to stop that. It's like, that's not how it fucking works. Like, I used to hate when people would be like, oh, you're a snowflake, you're a snowflake. But it's like those kind of people that are like, I refuse to take accountability for my own feelings and everybody else needs to work around how I feel so that I feel comfortable. It's like, fucking be an adult, heal your fucking shit, heal your trauma. And be able to set boundaries accordingly. If there is something that needs to be said to somebody else, it's you being able to set a boundary so that they have a clear expectation on how they need to meet that so they don't break that boundary. That being said, you cannot do this to Instagram influencers. It needs to be somebody that has mutual respect for you and you're in an intimate relationship, whether it's like a friendship, family, whatever. But for a lot of people, it's like you place these expectations and then you cause resentment because you're like, my mom continues to cross this boundary and it triggers me every time. Okay, well, A, are you working on your fucking trigger, number one, because that's on fucking you. I don't care who gave it to you. I don't care if your parents traumatize you. That is your responsibility to heal. Healing is a choice. Are you going to do it? Yes or no? B, have you set clear boundaries and sat down with them to make actual expectations and say, it, it makes me feel X when you're doing this. I'm doing X, Y, and Z to try and fix it. But for the meantime, if you could do this, it would really, really support me. Have you even had the balls to do that? Because people will get fucking angry expecting people to read their minds. 
Fact is, no one can fucking read your mind. If you're not telling someone how you feel about something, there's no way they can meet your expectations to stop doing the thing that's upsetting you. Hard truth. So, understanding that you and you alone are responsible for how you choose to react or feel about any given situation, and this is not contextual. This is a daily practice, and like, I've been upset by things like in my day and on the internet, but instead of projecting, I reflect. Don't use projection, use reflection. That's going to be my new motto. And I asked like, what emotions was I feeling as I read it? Is this true, even, the emotions that have come up? I ask if, like, the person is trusted or important to, like, even take a moment to, like, understand myself deeper. Like, is this someone close to me? Is this something true? Like, you know, you see something and you think, oh, that means that I'm not good enough. And it's like, okay, well, you're just fucking making stories. Is that actually true? No, it's not. But you just let yourself get triggered. So instead of projecting towards somebody because of that, you can take that moment to say, what is it inside of me that makes me feel like I'm not good enough? And how can I improve upon that? So I think taking that moment to understand myself deeper and not to mask unresolved emotions or trauma is the biggest thing that has helped me become the person that I've become today. So for anybody who is listening to this, that maybe you see a girl, maybe it's a girl that your boyfriend cheated on you with. And every time you see her, you're like, that fucking bitch, she's so ugly, blah, blah, blah. Who is making you think those things? Like, why does it make you feel better to think those things? When you send you know, an Instagram post or whatever it might be to your friends to try and talk shit. What is it about you that feels better and more superior when you need to talk shit or gossip about someone? Food for thought. That is what I'm going to leave you with today. And hopefully this causes a good ripple effect of reflection. Trust me, you guys, I'm in on it with you. This is a struggle, but the more conscious you can become, the better it will get, the better it will get, the better it will get, and you'll learn a lot of self-growth. So take this, apply it, take the space, and question the fucking thoughts that are inside of your head. Hustle. 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 Hustle.